the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hey, this is Frazier with Lead Pops and Next Level, and I'm proud to present this episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Lead Pops is the industry's only future-proof growth solution. You can check us out at leadpops.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers to our knowledge in the universe. I am Sean Zamanoff, and we have an amazing and special guest for you today, uh, somebody that you have without a doubt heard of and has probably impacted you. Maybe you've read his book, uh, but definitely has provided a few decades worth of value to the mortgage industry, Bill Hart. Welcome to Next Level Loan Officers. Welcome to our podcast. Hey, buddy. It's an honor to be here. Thank you very much for the invite. Well, we we are glad to have you. So just in case like three of the 3,000 people who are going to listen to this podcast don't know who you are, uh, why don't you uh, tell them a little bit about yourself? You bet. So I'm going to talk to those three right now. Okay. Uh, 30 years in the mortgage industry, 20 years in the coaches chair, 20,000 hours of coaching, coaching people just like you, uh, LOs and branch managers and regionals and presidents of mortgage companies. And yeah, man, that's just, that's been my world. You know, it, 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 I always, I always look at it like, like the guy in the, in the khaki with the funny glasses on that, you know, he, his specialization is like the mating habits of ruby throated hummingbirds. It's so very specific, like <laughs> that's my world. And, and, and if there was a niche within that niche, it would really be that unique relationship between top producing realtors and top LOs, because it's a unique relationship. You know, it just is. I've always got Jack Johnson there together hanging somewhere in my head because it's so much better together, right? When you can get those relationships really humming. So Bill, I, I'm, it's probably been a decade, but you recorded a video that I watched and uh, I've said it to my, my loan officers that have worked with me, uh, countless real estate agents in the video that, that you recorded was when it was talking about referring somebody out. And um, I don't know if you still say it today, but you're like, Hey, listen, you know, Mr. Realtor, if you were coming to, to my city and you were asking me where to have a steak, like I wouldn't give you three different spots to have a steak at. I would tell you the best restaurant, why I would go there, what I would order, what sides I would get. And, you know, you're talking to me, I think you related it to movies as well, too. But I, I have used that analogy many times since nice. I heard that. Nice. Yeah, but, I, you know, on that, just real quick, it, yeah. it, the, the reason I think that's important for us to internalize is it's real. You know, we we have grown up. So 30 years ago when I had dark hair, got into the business and everybody was talking about, you know, well, you know, I always give out three cards in the days of business cards, right? Like, but it's been there from the beginning of time, apparently in the industry. And, and it's sort of just perpetuated this, this urban myth nonsense. It's, there's no, there's no risk of steering. There's no legal ramifications to it for realtors. It's just BS. And, and it's an easy way for weak, I'm just going to call it out. So forgive me for being like completely honest here. But one one of the things I've learned that it, when you get gray hair, you know, you you suddenly start being a bit more 
I don't know, uh, honest and maybe a little less bridled, you know? And so what, what I'm saying is they're, I, I'm not saying they're not good people. These are good humans, right? Realtors that don't do a lot of volume, but if you're weak in your belief systems, then the easiest thing for you to do is to say, yeah, you know, I, I give out three names, like whatever. I don't know what sold you on that idea, but here's how I would refer you to a stake in Moorpark, California. That's that's where that story comes from. So use your own version of that is what I would tell you if you're watching or listening to this right now. So what are the things, the 30 years, so, you know, 2023, that takes us back to, to, to 1993. But what are the things that are the same now that they were 30 years ago that are going to be the same 10 years from now and outside of automated underwriting, what, what are the biggest changes that you've seen impact our industry? That's made it better or worse. Yeah. So, so look, the things that are the same are the things that everybody talks about. Um, and that is relationship. So let's, let's begin there. And, and, a, and a subset of that is I think every great idea I've ever had or good idea I've ever had or heard or shared or whatever is a video at some point. So feel free to just jump on YouTube and, you know, coach Bill Hart, you'll find it there at some point. But at some point I just, I recorded this message of assume the relationship. So write down three words as you're listening to this, assume the relationship. Quite honestly, I did that with my wife 32 years ago, right? Like I fell in love with this girl. This is going to be the woman that I'm going to grow old with. And 32 years later, here we are because I assumed the relationship. I think one of the things that that we went through in the 90s that we still go through today is this same dynamic. Do you have kids? Six and eight-year-old boys. Okay. So you're going to miss out on this particular analogy, but imagine it if you have a niece or something, but little girls often, I'll be politically correct here and say not always, but often will have a twirling dress around that age, around six or eight, and I can remember my daughters and now my granddaughters and soon to be great granddaughter coming up, uh, twirling and looking at me like, am I pretty? It's, it's just a dynamic that, that, that happens. Right. And I feel like we do that too often as loan officers with realtors, like, you know, I'm tap dancing and I want you to just pay attention to me and say, I'm pretty just, but stop that. If instead you just move into an assume the relationship mindset, which is I have at least as much to offer you, probably more. Because look, here's the reality that we know in the mortgage industry. We have to create more units. We have to create more leads than you do in real estate. You could, Where I live in Southern California, you can make a great living out here as a realtor selling five houses a year. Five, right? Um, Sarah Middleton, a friend of mine who, who now works with me 20 years ago, was just telling a story about how when, when she was in LO in Colorado in the late eighties, early nineties, she was doing 40 to 80 units a month, 40 to 80 units a month, because she said she earned a couple of hundred dollars per loan. <laughs> it's kind of how it works, right? Like sometimes we're just driven to do units. So one of the things that I've learned about LOs is, 
you guys have to have more efficiencies. You have to have better systems. You have to focus on lead generation. So I'm not saying you're better than a realtor, but I am saying you've kind of got more battle scars and you've probably got more information to share. So look, man, has a ton of stuff changed? Come on, look at this. You know, th this wasn't happening. You know, when I first got into the business and and Todd Duncan and I were doing interviews with top producing realtors and LOs, dude, they were on cassettes. And I watched the guys that were editing the, editing them with little exacto knives and tape. Like that's how they would edit. So, you know, we've gone from an analog to a digital world. You can build relationships now via video, via social. So yeah, there's a ton of stuff that's changed, but man, the things that remain the same are relationships. I think the power of database is something that, that the mortgage industry has probably neglected um, by necessity over the last couple of years. I'm not, I'm not saying people are lazy or stupid, but you know, when rates are low and the phone's ringing, it's like, whatever, man, I got them teed up out here forever. This is good. Look at my pipe. And all of a sudden when we're down to, what did I just hear? Garth at Stratmore just said, we entered 2021 and 2022 with 100,000 realtors. Did you hear this? No. And we're, we've entered 2023 with 60,000 loan officers, if I didn't say that. Sorry, loan officers. So again, 2021, 2022, we entered those years with 100,000 loan officers, if I misspoke. The beginning of 2023, we're down to 60,000. So what does that mean? That means if you're sitting in a room with 10 loan officers last year, four of them just left the building. Like they're going to go sell shoes at Nordstrom or Chrysler's or do something different, which is fantastic news for you. Wells just pulled out. I mean, come on. What does this yeah, mean? Yeah, that was a huge announcement yesterday. Oh, dude, it's massive. And what it, what this means is, I don't know if you ever saw my my forks and spatulas video, but but that's a good one, guys, to to look up on YouTube. Because all I talk about in there is the idea that, you know, if your market last year, two years ago, was the size of a hula hoop, and now it's shrunk down to the size of a Frisbee. Here's what happens. Everybody was in the business and had a fort because it was relatively easy. When it gets tough, there's a certain percentage of people, 40% so far, that are like, and I'm out. This is a lot of work. This is tough. I don't want to do this. And what I know about top producers and the your subscribers, the people that are paying attention to what you guys are doing, they're grabbing spatulas. So now's the time to grab a spatula in a shrinking market. Wells leaves, four out of 10 LOs are going, double down, baby. Now's the time to gain market share. You know, it, this is, I mean, what, what I'm so glad you just told me that. I just looked up at the sky and thank God for uh, hearing that news and, and understanding that almost half of my competition is gone. And, oh. you know, we keep telling people like, like 2023 is going to be so much of a better year than you expect. I mean, this is so try to make these evergreen sometimes, but so we're recording this on, on January 11th of 2023 T tomorrow. The most important number of the month comes out. It's the consumer price index. It's probably going to beat again. You're probably going to see rates drop a quarter to three eighths of a point. And, and we are going to continue to see rates trend down. So rates are going to go down this year. It's going to put home buyers, so many more home buyers back in the market. You just heard Bill talk about the statistics that so many people have, have, left the industry. And the other reason that I know that things are about to change. So January 2nd was my 21st year in the business. And every time the mass shift, like loan officers started to change jobs a lot last year, but 
by the end of the year, everybody had given up on themselves. It's not me. It's not the fact I don't have an application. It's my company. It's my rate. It's my CRM. It's this, it's that. And, and I, I haven't seen this many people change jobs maybe since like that 2018, 2019. Oh yeah. And so I know for certain that that means the, the market's about to ship. It's happened every single time in my year or in my career. And Bill, you were talking about database. I mean, like I, I don't think we're in the mortgage business. I think we're in the database management business. I recently left yeah, a job yeah. after 13 years being an exec in a regional position at a company uh, because I just, I wanted to originate loans again. And I opened my own uh, brokerage back up and the, what, what I am, what I always kept during the course of that time was, was my database. So smart. And dude. I flipped the switch back on. I've told everybody here I am again, I've gotten back in front of my realtors and this will be my third month originating after not originating for nine years. Uh, and in February, we're, we're going to close eight purchase transactions. I'm not right. Let, setting you, the world man. on fire again yet. But in three months, I've gone from zero to I'll have eight transactions next that's month. That's a great, that's a great story. So, so I love your story and I love your example and you're right. I mean, it's funny. I just got, I'll probably start getting a lot of these, but I just got an email from a guy yesterday who's who I've known, I've kind of been around, you know, the business with him for a long time, never coached him, never really knew him well, but, uh, he's looking for a mid level sales management position. And I'm like, dude, if you know anything, you know, that's a bad idea right now. Like, <laughs> You need to be in production, right? You, if you want to control your destiny, you need to be in production. And if you're going to be in production, so this is me leaning in and beseeching the audience, like seriously, um, you got to build your database and you have to build your database every day. One of the things that I learned from a guy named, uh, wouldn't that be great if I could think of his name right now, but Second I can't, he, it'll come to me later. It's a guy out here that I haven't seen in years, but he had 20,000 people in his database, roughly 10,000 that he marketed to actively. So, so 20,000 total 10,000. He had, he had marketed to actively been in the business for 20 years you know, made a million bucks every year. I mean, plus or minus a half a million, probably. He just, he built a great life. And the, and what he said to me, he had, he had called me to do a realtor event for him locally and rates dropped. And then he sent me a text and he said, yeah, scratch that. Right now, I'm just going to get crazy busy because I'm going to have a massive refi influx. So I don't need to, I don't need to work on the realtors. So when I talked to him later about this, he said, you know, it's a funny thing. Once you get over about a thousand people in your database, his experience was, Life events create leads, life events. So deaths, births, transfers in, transfers out, marriages, divorces. I mean, you know that, move up, move down. There's just, that's the stuff that creates activity in the mortgage industry because it's created in the real estate industry. And if all you have, so so I'm going to admonish somebody on this call right now, probably part of the three that don't know who I am, for God's sakes. Hang out on social, by the way. Let's be friends. Coach Bill Hart, come <laughs> hang out with me. Um, every single day you have an opportunity to add to your database. Some of the top realtors that I've referred over the country told me stories of doing things like when they, when they moved to a new city or they re-entered the market, like you just did, they would stand in front of home Depot. Two different guys told me this with business cards and they'd just smile and say, Hey, just want to let you know, I'm in the real estate business. If you ever have any questions, like here's my, and he knows 98% of those are going immediately into the trash or somebody's going to fold their gum in his card. Right. But he's also connecting with people. And so every single day, you don't have to be quite that bold, 
but you meet somebody at a fundraiser, at a soccer game, at church, at a restaurant, like just get in the habit of, here's my best script on this, like no charge. When you meet somebody, they're going to say, because it always comes around to it, like, so what do you do, right? And you say, actually, I'm in the mortgage industry, which always begs the question, tell me a little bit about your real estate story right now. So immediately shift out of mortgage to real estate, because real estate is much more applicable, and then shut up. Stop talking. You say, tell me a little bit about your real estate situation. And people are either going to say, oh, yeah, we we're going to try and buy a place. But yeah, we just, we yeah, last year just beat us up, man. We just couldn't do it, couldn't compete with cash. And we're just going to hunker down and rent for a while. Boom. You've got an article. You've got something you can send to them, a video, a total cost analysis or mortgage coach, whatever. You've got some way to communicate with them, get them on HomeBot if they're, if they're currently in a piece of property and you know you just want to create that connection, find a way to put an IV line in their arm because they're now in your database, which Dave Savage is now calling a data bank. Love that. And, and start thinking about adding people every single day. So that if you have 200 or 300 people in your database right now, and these are the people I want to be convicted about this because they say, well, yeah, I mean, I've got all my closed loans in there. Well, whatever. Of course you have all your closed loans in there, but what about all the other people that you're interacting with every single day? Get that number up to a thousand. And once it's there, then I challenge you to get it to two and then get it to three. And here's what will happen. The next time there's a market shift, you're not going to feel it as much as the person with two or 300 people in your database. I mean, does this resonate with you? Do you, do you buy this? So yesterday I had uh, to go home um, because we were getting a new fridge um, of course one shot the craps and, uh, I, uh, so the guys couldn't find the shutoff valve for the water line. So on the way home, you know, at first I was agitated when my wife called and then I'm like, all right, well, how am I going to turn this into a positive situation? And I'm like, well, I'm gonna talk to these guys about some mortgages on the way home. So nice. I walked in incredibly positive, not annoyed. was like, all right, guys, I'm not exactly sure. Let's just go downstairs below it. There was a ceiling tile and basement. We moved it. We found it. It was all good. And so I just struck up a conversation with, with one of the guys who used to work at a bank. And, uh, so we started talking the mortgage game a little bit. Uh, his, uh, sister, I don't know if it was his sister or his cousin. She already yeah. called me. Uh, she was closing on a loan today at, at a rate, a point and a half higher than what the market is right now. Holy cow. Hello. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to recapture that person, but you know, they, they, it was just, the rate is gross compared to what is available right now of today. Course. And then he messaged me last night that he was with another uh, person delivering a fridge who was complaining about the rate on their mortgage. And it was in the sevens and, you know, we're already trending well below that yeah, too. as well too, because I chose to be positive and not be annoyed with some dudes who came home well done, and uh, shot him a, a text message right there with my contact. Information. Well done. So that's the game, you guys. That like, listen to what you just heard, and I'm not kidding. Like, this has to become a new discipline for you. You haven't had to do this the last couple of years. I get that. You totally have not. But it's a new discipline, and it's a good one for you. This is a muscle you want to stretch. Is forcing yourself to get into conversations with people because you want to help them, right? Like, like years ago, uh, there there was a guy. He was the top producer of Century Twenty One at the time out here in Newhall, California. Guy was an animal. His name was Jim Droz. And Jim said to me, here's what I know about people. When you're talking, so in your situation with the refrigerator guys, right? The mm -hmm. appliance guys, 
people can sense when there's um, a dollar sign in your eyes. They can sense it. Like you view them as a piece of meat that's going to lead to, you know, a commission. But if you just remove the two vertical lines, he said, they can also read the S, which stands for sincerity and for service. And if you'll, there's a million different ways to say it. It started with Zig Ziglar and, you know, everybody in between. But if you'll just figure out your own way to want to serve people, I have information. I I have data. I can help you, but I got to create a connection point so I can stay in touch with you or open up this conversation. You got lucky. You got two leads immediately. Worst case, you would have gotten this guy's phone number. Hey, like I've got an article I can send to you. Let me, what's the best number? I'll just text it to you now. Or what's your best current email address? I don't know what there is about that weird sentence, some kind of weird NLP ninja stuff. But when you add the word current, like what's your best current email address? People seem to give it to you. They don't give you the AOL one that way. They do not give you the AOL address. Yeah. Or the MindSpring address. No, man, you, you just, we, we have to be building the database every day and it will serve you and you're welcome. Like focus on that. So Bill, uh, you mentioned somebody wants to find you social media coach, Bill Hart, any other spot that they should reach out to yet? That's the easiest way to do it. If you just, if you, I, I do this all the time where I sort of Google myself from somebody else's computer to just see what happens. And hopefully you're all doing that, by the way, if you're hard to find, <laughs> that's a problem because your, your name is going to come up. Right. But yeah, if you just Google coach Bill Hart, you'll find me any way you want to find me. Awesome. Well, hey friends, we appreciate you listening to us. If you're looking to help build your database uh, with some ATMs, your actions that matter to move the needle in your business, go to nlstrategycall.com and book some time with one of our coaches. Let us show you how we do this and, and how we can help you and welcome you to our community. Bill, thank you so much. It's awesome to have an icon on our podcast and uh, appreciate pleasure, you joining man. us today. You bet. Good Peace luck, out, everybody. Y'all. Take more ground. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. This is Frazier with Next Level, and I wanted to take this opportunity to invite you to extend this podcast experience by joining us all in the Next Level community. The Next Level community was built for loan officers like you who want to do these three things. Collaborate with other like-minded mortgage professionals, accelerate turning their experience into expertise, and for those who want to level up their business. You can learn more about the Next Level community by going to becomenl.com.